and we're off. Welcome in, everybody. It's time for some more Coach Speak. It's always fun to do. We love being here. Thanks for joining us. That is Ira. That is Corey. I am Jeff. Ben has found, located the clips, and will now present them to us so that we can make fun of or be confused by whatever it might be, even angered. Or so maybe or maybe complimentary. Or complimentary. That's true, That's true, too. You know what we failed to do last, last Coach Speak, boys? We didn't do the the award. Uh, oh, the coach of the week. Yeah, we didn't do our coach of the week. Okay. Who, who would it have been? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, Calhoun, the, the Hall of Calhoun. Famer, the Hall of Famer, Calhoun. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It probably would have been Calhoun because it was funny. And he doubled down, tripled down. Yeah. wasn't having it. You're right, but we got to remember to do the Dave Aranda Coach of the Week. Yes. We right. can't. You know, they say that people aren't gone as long as you say their name. Right. Well, I blame Blip. Ben's the producer. Ben's got to remind you. Yeah. You're the talent. Ben's the producer. Ben's got to remind the talent sometimes. Hey, man, it's time to do the coach of the, coach of the week award. Well, I'll tell you something, Ben. This time around, if you got you've seen the clips, I have not. So if you got a guy that you think you know might be the one, just give us a little heads up. I don't know if you like do a we, wink or like tug tug. You no, know, we're we hat. I don't think today, but I we don't. Like we don't your headset. We don't need a hint. He doesn't need to put his thumb on the scale. This That's is true. This That's is a natural true. process. We'll we'll okay. get there. Well, let's start with the first coach. Here we go. Ben, fire away. What do we got? I will say we've got a lot of a lot of good candidates this week, guys. We're going to start with Kenny Payne, uh, mm. my guy. Uh, after Louisville just lit up the scoreboard against Virginia with 14 points in the first half. This is him post game talking about the team and you know where the program's at right now there in Louisville. <laughs> Guys have been showing you know improvement game by game, and then you have a first half like tonight. How do you keep that from dragging them back? Uh, how do you bring them back? Great question. You know we we talk about Great it. Question. We, you know we watch film. We see where our breakdowns are. Um, some of it is a mindset. We can't let this be a thing that keeps happening. We can't let this because you're right. We have made progress. Um, it hadn't shown in the win-loss column, but right. we are a better team than we were a month ago, two months ago. But we have to make sure that whatever this is, I haven't given up on these guys. These guys haven't given up on, on themselves. we got to continue to fight. we got to be focused. we got to know that we got to fix this defense. And a lot of it's effort, anticipation, and talking. The defense is the problem? Yeah, they scored 14 in the first half. <laughs> 14 points, and it reminds you of watching JV or middle school basketball, and I happen to have two boys that, you know, participate. And there are games where you're watching, and it's nearly halftime, and somebody's beating somebody 12 to 8. And it's hard to, yeah. you know, it's hard to take that in and not be, like, shaken a little bit by what you're seeing. It's it's awful. <laughs> well, and, imagine at the, uh, yeah. Yeah, Power Five Louisville. Division Division One. You're Louisville's head coach, and you're out here dropping 14 points, and you're like, eh, "We're a lot better than we used to be." I also, as a fan, if I were a fan of Louisville, I'd be damn tired of t- somebody telling me we're much better. It doesn't show in the win and loss column. Yes, it does. It's in the loss column. We're not seeing anything in the win column. And don't tell me you're better. You never it's, win. It does show up in the loss column. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, I I didn't get to watch that game. I listen. Virginia basketball is impossible to watch impossible. against good teams. Imagine them just strangling. It would be like watching a boa constrictor kill yeah. a, a rat or something. Whatever. The, well, whatever no, that is. would actually I would watch that. <laughs> I would actually watch that. 
But I mean, it would just be squeezing the life out yeah. of them. What? Imagine Louisville trying to score against Virginia's defense when it's good. And it appears to be they figured it out at Virginia now. And uh, man, alive. That's, I mean, that's, it's hard. It's a basket, what, every three minutes? I don't watch it. I can't do it. I hate it. Virginia can go to hell. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't even blame, I don't even blame him for only scoring 14 points. We've seen that. We've covered Florida State. They've had 16-point halves against Virginia. It's that at the end of it, he's he's talking about how the defense has to get better when the question was about the offense, which just shows you how broken Louisville is. LN, they lost Tuesday night as well to Clemson. They made it interesting at the end, but they were down 20 in the in the second half because they're Louisville, and they're now 1-9 in the ACC. It does. It remind. It feels like the the latter stages of the Taggart era here at Florida State, in the sense that he's got to like you've got to go out there and wear it. Your team stinks. Yeah. They the players probably hate you. You probably hate the players. The team is a disaster. You're not going to win any of these games, and then you have to go talk to the media. And like there's, you're going to ask us questions. They're going to ask me questions, and what I don't know what I'm. What am I going to say? You know, there's an art form to losing your job with dignity. And knowing that it's coming, like you're, you know, like there have been guys in the past, the whole world knew you're not keeping your job. You will not be retained. The, the, the people in the press, the assembled press, they know he's not going to be here next year. And the coach knows that they know, and he knows too. And that interaction can be kind of interesting sometimes if guys know how to handle it. But the one where you're just going through the rigmarole and just, just it's a words. hodgepodge of gibberish. Yeah. You're like, uh, this isn't working for anybody. Just can we stop having these press conferences? And then he, Louis- did, he did compliment the question, though. I want to put that he did compliment the question. That put he's the early leader, the, the Dave Miranda Miranda. coach of the week. That's exactly what Ben texted me last night. We were texting, and I asked him if he had enough clips, and he said that uh, he did say it's exactly what he said. He said Kenny Payne's turning, he's uh, pulling the uh, Dave Miranda trick out and complimenting every question. Yeah, now. perfect. Coach number two, Ben, what do we got? Well, guys, hear me out. If you hold Virginia to 12 points, then it doesn't matter that you only scored 14 <laughs> points. You know? Maybe you have True. a point here. True. It was the know. defense's fault. Yeah. Let's uh let's stick at the ACC. This is Clemson head coach Brad Brownell after a controversial loss at Duke. Uh, this is his opening statement and then his final answer. Both are about the officials. Very competitive basketball game. Uh Unbelievably disappointed with the ending. Um, you had a couple be. chances to put it away ourselves and didn't. Executed a really good sideline play, and PJ stepped up, made big free throws. Um, it's hard to win here. I think a lot of people in the room, on the court, um, get caught up in the emotion of the game, and uh, I thought that happened tonight. Um, really disappointed with how it was, uh, how it ended. Um, give the give the Duke kids credit for being aggressive and taking it to the basket, but that's 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 really poor. He didn't even take that's it to poor. the basket. So we got to get better for it. But uh, really hate hate it for my players. This was uh, thought we played very well tonight in a lot of ways, and and uh, obviously did not be rewarded with a win. Is is stinks. Brad, this is the closest I've been twenty years. We've been we lost by two the last time I was here, and we had the lead with two minutes to go. So we I've been here in this same situation about four times uh, within a possession, and I haven't won one yet. So and uh, tonight was as close as we got. We got to one second and uh, had to take it from us. Thank you. Bye. That that call was so bad. 
he knew he knew he was about to say things that he cannot say. <laughs> yeah. You see how quick he got out of there? Because he could feel it bubbling up. But why not? Like, why, why not say it? Right, you're a millionaire, right. man. You can avoid the fine. You can handle the fine. If you're really that mad, say it. Don't hide behind. I don't want to get fined. Say it. You, get you know fined. what? You know why we don't win here? Because they're not going to let us win here. Yeah, That's why yeah. the refs in this conference are not going to let us win on that court. That's why soon you'll be seeing us try to sue the ACC to <laughs> get out of this conference and join our brothers in arms in Tallahassee. That you know, call was – just on that call, sorry, Jeff, but like I, – I, I didn't see it live, but I went back and watched it when I heard all the controversy. I watched it live. It's ridiculous. The kid did not go to the basket. He he just got stopped. He got stoned and then just basically leaned in and threw up a prayer and they blow the whistle. And it's like, man, you can't give them the game on that. I remember oh. getting into arguments with people about this. I really do believe, I know there are people who don't, but I believe the game should be called differently in the last minute. If you've got a game like that where everybody has played great, let the kids decide the game. Let's not be out here bullshitting. You cannot. It's like you almost want to go back to when you were playing on the playground with guys right, and you're right. playing 21. You're going to call that? You know, Yeah. You know when you go to the basket, if somebody – I mean, especially if it's point game, like you're going to get hit, but you can't. And then somebody would ask for ball, and you'd be like, now look here, bitch. We're grown <laughs> yeah. men out here playing basketball. What, what you're going to call that? Right. You can't do that. I feel like officials have to be, you know, it has to be egregious. I want to see somebody get hacked before I bother to blow a or, whistle with a second to play. Or at least or at least earn the 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 benefit of the doubt by right. beating your guy in some way so that he had to foul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no, people can earn a foul. It happens. Yeah. I mean, dudes do get fouled with one second to play, right. and you can call it, but it has to be obvious. Yeah, and and what's what's crazy about that game is I watched the la I watched the whole second half and the last that was not the only call. Like the last five minutes, I feel like Duke was at the free throw line every possession. Yeah. Um, the Pelicans hit- kid kept getting fouled, and and a couple of them just weren't fouls, but they happened with three and a half minutes left, not with the second left. So they didn't get the attention, but that's how they were even in the game was those fouls in the final three or four minutes. But yeah, going back to, I mean, we're not here to diagnose officiating. We're here to diagnose that press conference or dissect it. And uh, yeah, I I just, Brown L's been doing it a long time. He's been in this league. He's probably, is he second to Leonard in tenure now? I I would assume. He's got to be. He's been here forever. Uh, Purnell was the coach before him. That feels like 15 years ago. I would have liked him to pull up Bayheim. When Bayheim's first trip into Cameron, when he lost his mind and, and basically took off his clothes and started streaking, um, I would have liked Brownell to do that in the press conference. Like, just sit there and say, the official stole it from us. Absolutely stole it from us. Any questions on that foul that wasn't a foul and why we lost the game? Because they haven't won there in 29 years. They haven't yeah, won there I, I since get- the year Coach K missed because of his back. I get it. I, I, I see why one would do that. I always did appreciate that Leonard Hamilton would not fall for that, though. It, and I think coaches have to be careful because even when when it's appropriate, you got to go back there next year. You're gonna play them again, and I feel like you put a seed in your players' heads that there's something else you have to overcome if you acknowledge it over and over and over and over again. And they want them just to play. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And I mean, and the reality is, you know it if you're and like you said, Leonard Hamilton knows it. His players yeah. know it at this point. That if you're going to win at Duke and Florida State has done that, yes. you've got to be probably ten points better than them. You yeah, can't. It's like, beating, let it, it's like yeah. beating the heavyweight champ. Right. Sorry, Ira. It's yeah. like we know it can't go to the cards. 
Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be considerably better than them so that it can't be taken away. And even then it might be taken away, (laughs) but but you can't just be as good as them. Uh, But I'm with Corey though, from our standpoint and as a media standpoint, I think another great one was when Mike Bray, uh, Ooh. <laughs> when Mike Bray at Notre We're in the Dame. league too, guys. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was a Florida State. We and, matter too. We're here. Yeah. And Corey was doing the video. Corey was videoing on his phone and uh, Bray saw him and he just like looked at him like, it's funny, right? Or something. And it yeah. stormed out. We're in the league too. Yeah. We're in the so... league too, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> his, his team might've got screwed a little bit that today, that day too. Ben, what do we got here for coach number three? Hey, we're going to get our uh, throwback clip of the weekend. So Rick Stockstill was just hired to the Florida State football staff this week. Here he is talking about the walloping that the Middle Tennessee oh, State Blue Raiders put on Miami at this Miami. This is all-timer. Coach, being a Florida State guy, does that make it any sweeter? Does this have nothing to do with MTSU beating Miami? No, it, no I'm, all in, I'm all Middle Tennessee, but I can promise you my phone's blowed up with text and whatever from my Florida State pals. I had a couple of my former teammates here tonight, you know, watching the game and, you know, a bunch of my former teammates and all that uh, text me before the game, good luck and kick their tail and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I know, I know Tallahassee, uh, you know, I know they're pretty excited about, you know, the mighty Blue Raiders kicking these Hurricanes tail because we kicked their tail and I ain't afraid to say it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'd ever heard him talk before. I didn't. Rick Stockstill. I don't know why. I didn't know he was that kind of good old boy. I, I thought he was more of a like. Maybe I thought he was from like Pennsylvania or something. I mean, Corey, I know he played. Sounds State. like a NASCAR driver. I, I know, like an old school NASCAR driver, like from the seventies. Yeah. I think he also at one point in that said that. Uh, what was it, Corey? He said. Uh, they paid us $1.6 million to come here, and we held them to 1.6 yards of carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing fluky about this, yeah. Well, the funny part about that game is as it went on, people were like, are you guys checking out what's going on in Miami? And then pretty soon every Florida State fan was like, what is going on in Miami? If you watched any part of that, they certainly didn't luck into that win. Oh, that was God. pure domination. They did anything they wanted through the air, too. Yeah, oh man, they were hitting, hitting bombs. Bombs, one after the other. It was hilarious. They were like, we do not respect your corners against our mighty Middle Tennessee statewide receivers whatsoever. <laughs> right. Go get some. Yeah. It's, but it's also the great thing about winning a guarantee game. That's got to be the great, the best thing in sports. Oh, if you're sure. a college coach, especially at a mid-level school, and you get the guarantee check and you go win in there, I mean, it's got to be the best. It's yeah, Jacksonville be the best. State's coach was probably temporarily yes. very, very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Until he, he got did fired not save his job, but he <laughs> was very <laughs> – <laughs> he did have that. All right, Ben. All right, this is fil- fulfilling Corey's request for some Kim Mulkey content. Uh, oh, LSU boy. women's basketball has lost three of their last five games. That was a joke, Ben. Nobody <laughs> ever wants to hear from her. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> We've got some great stuff from her. Of the defensive issues, is there one that really sticks out to you, that jumps out <laughs> well, to you? Well, yeah. Where did all the scoring come from? No. Where did all the scoring? Who scored all the points for them tonight? What positions? Any <laughs> more here in person? We'll move to Zoom. Um, let Morgan know if you have a question and we'll unmute you. Look at that outfit, too. She's doing her hair different these days. 
I also thought uh, turnovers. I don't know if it was a two or four point game, and we had three turnovers in a row. Just pass to the wing, pass to the post, pass to. The... You can't do that at this level. You just can't turn the ball over, especially hey. on the road. Are they not asking anything? We're good to go. Y'all got any? Hey, Kim, it's Corey. Uh, the the defensive uh, that would be that awesome if it was to. How do you? Yeah. How do you now approach kind of? How do you approach practice? Like, how do you get the? I guess the reps that you need to to see during practice to feel. Uh, like you guys are in a better spot uh, heading into the next game on Sunday. Well, we this is a bye week, so we'll be off tomorrow and we'll be off Wednesday um, and just get back on the floor and keep working. Um, I'm not one to make excuses, but sometimes I need to step back and go, that's a freshman out there. That's a sophomore out there. That's a new player out there. And I think everybody just gets caught up into their rankings or gets caught up into how great they are. At the end of the day, experience matters. And when you don't have experience on the floor, you lack leadership. And if you lack leadership, you tend to lack a little bit of chemistry when things get tough. And um, I think it's more of that than anything on the defensive end. Um, everybody starts getting focused on their man or they ball watch. Um, so it, it's a little bit of everything. I don't think it's uh, just one thing on the defensive end. Um, we Except don't the have the fleet of foot guards out there that can make up things when they get beat off the dribble. Um, so we got to do a better job of helping each other. That uh, was very – I mean, she seems very resigned. I don't know if that's a uh, – just because, hey, I've won national championships. I don't care anymore uh, about this team. I don't know. It's a, that's a weird vibe for a team that's struggling. For my guards suck and can't yeah. stay in front of anybody. Yeah. yeah. She's, looking at you, Louisville Louisville transfer. You're not helping us at all, Louisville yeah. transfer. Yeah. I, th I like the uh, I like the fact that these press conferences where they still do this, and the Florida State does it still too where they have the zoom and the people into, I don't know, man, do we need the, do we need the laptop questions? Well, it's for the people that didn't travel to Mississippi, Mississippi state. state. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I also like that every coach, if it's delayed even a little bit, which would be annoying is quick to go. Are we good? We well, good? They don't, they got no questions. All <laughs> yeah. right. Can she I, tried. Yeah. I give her credit for that. She's like, well, we're all right. We're good. Cause she's ready to ride. Yeah, it's just it's just it always leads to these awkward situations because we haven't they'll do them in here sometimes. I think it was when Brad Brownell was here from Clemson last week. They had uh they had the laptop set up on the thing and so it's and then it's like, okay, are we calling on them? Are we calling on the laptop? Does the laptop work? Can you yeah. hear the laptop? Yeah. Can it's just uh What's the Wi Fi password? Anybody got the <laughs> Wi Fi? I, I do I do think what would be awesome, and I thought of it when the guy said, Hey coach, this is Corey. If in the midst of putting together these clips, Ben somehow uncovered that Corey routinely calls <laughs> into other press conferences. You really should. Now that's an and option. It's just his thing. Like he likes to be like like a where's Waldo. But you yeah. have to go listen to all the press conferences all across the country, women's and men's basketball. Like accidentally Ben's putting together a Wyoming clip and all of a sudden he's like, Hey coach, this is Corey. Corey and Tallahassee. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Corey and Tallahassee, first time caller. Yeah. Corey from Coach Speak. Coach, big fan. <laughs> big fan from Coach Speak. Uh, what's, the, what's going on with I the outfit? With 
maybe Baylor will bring in the laptop next year, oh, and we can uh, start oh, yeah, asking. We could all co- we could all ask uh, Randa questions. What do we coach, got next, buddy? Coach? I, coach, I appreciate your answer uh, before yeah. I ask this question. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go to the NFL, and then we'll go back to college basketball. Uh, this is Todd Monken at the end of his press conference uh, early in the week before they took on the Kansas City Chiefs, and I feel like it kind of did not age well in hindsight. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Does it seem easier to make halftime adjustments versus in-game adjustments? It's, I don't even know what to say. I mean, when it works out like that, it's like, well, that was great halftime adjustments. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We just played better. You know, we just executed better. We got a few plays that kind of got us going. Momentum's a powerful thing. You know, when you're, you're moving it, you're getting stops. You're making adjustments during the first half. Now, you are collectively as a staff talking through things, what you want to get to, what we haven't gotten to. That's a little easier um, to take a breath. But... I don't know, there's been, it wasn't like even in the second half that we weren't talking. Does that make sense? So it's ongoing. Halftime's a part of it. What you do during the week's a big part of it. What you're doing during the game's a part of it. What you want to get to is a big part of it. Um, momentum's a big part of it. And um, like my wife says, I don't know why you just don't call the plays that work. It just seems that simple. I mean, just why would you call anything but the plays that work? I said, you're right, honey. As usual, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, well, she's still asking. Yeah, she asked a lot on Sunday. My man called two runs after the five-and-a-half-minute mark of the first quarter. What are we yeah. doing? How does Harbaugh not get on the mic? Screw Todd Munkin. How does Harbaugh not get on the mic and go, what are we doing? Yeah, five carries. Not, those, this those is running crazy. Backs had, the running backs had five carries. They led the league in rushing, and they had five carries all game. Jeff, you sound like you might have money on the Ravens. Well, I had money on a player prop. And I will tell you, it happened to be a Ravens running back. Yeah, sure. I, I got a sense that there's – Listen, yeah. Gus Edwards had one carry in the first half. Guess how many yards he got on that carry? It was the 15. first down. Yeah. 15. Yeah. So one carry, 15 yards, and Todd's like, I've had enough of this. Yeah. I'm tired of all this successful running. 
I see how doing it anymore. I guys. see how well our receivers are playing, and I've got to yeah, get them the man. ball. Look, my quarterback looks like a deer in headlights, and I don't. We can't. What are we doing? I, that was that was coaching malpractice. That that is unreal. I have never seen. And by the way, Todd Munkin's a good coach. He's been very successful in his career. Yep. It makes zero sense, my man. You rarely see this, but collectively, the Baltimore Ravens coaching staff just peed all over themselves. They just about all down the leg, Corey. There you go, yep. our guy. It was unreal to watch an entire coaching staff just get absolutely undressed. And, and not be able to reel in their players who were also a mess emotionally. Crazy. Yeah. And like Spags, the defensive coordinator, that's what he does. He blitzes. He creates chaos. Yeah. Everybody knows it. And he, they looked like, what is going on? It was bizarre. <laughs> you sound like I, his I wife. You sound like Munkin's wife. Uh, Calm down. Let him be. Uh, he had a bad game. Oh, well, He's still it's good. the AFC championship I, game. I, he got him there. <laughs> Got yeah, the, there, old monk, old monk dog. The, mo- the moment, the moment, the moment felt a little big for that whole team. I mean, that was how just, is it? Harbaugh won an effing Super Bowl. What in the world? They just yeah. melted down, man. It melted Crazy. down. What Crazy. was the number? What was the number for Edwards that you bet on? What was uh, the under thirty? It was like thirty-three and a half. Oh God, you oh, thought so you thought he's going to get that on that drive? <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he never right, got man, another let's, carry. <laughs> let's go. All right, guys, back to college basketball. we got three more clips left, and then we'll uh, pick our Dave Aran, the coach of the week. There, there we go. Seton Hall point. head coach Shaheen Holloway. And just, just look at the body language here, guys. He's so annoyed that this question continues to get asked. I don't know. Um, got some swelling that's going on with his body. No, nah, I just, no, nah, I found out uh, he wasn't going to play at the, the shoot around. Um, so I don't, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the timetable. I don't know too much. I know he got some soreness going on. Is it in his back, do you know? He got some soreness going on. Everywhere, whatever with, with his body. I don't. I mean, I mean, how many times I ask the same question, fellas? I don't know. When I find out, I let you guys know. I mean, you could try, you guys keep trying to ask the same question five different ways. I don't know, big dog. And when I when I, when I find out, I let, I let you guys know. I don't know the concern. I know he got some soreness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got, soreness had to be really sore that he couldn't go. He got some soreness, so I'm sure you'll get evaluated tomorrow and try to try to figure it out. Is that the most? Is that the most disrespectful big dog yeah. that's ever uh, been used yeah. ever? By the way, it made me like him. Also, I feel like, and we probably, I won't use the word, but it feels like he's intimating his players a little soft. <laughs> get the feeling. Get, yeah. get the feeling. That he's you know, little... What made you say that? The fact that he didn't know? He's like, I guess he's got some soreness in his yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, I mean, well, soreness, it's got, is it back? I don't know. Maybe yeah. some, sore, some soreness in his body. Soreness. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you all know when I know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, awesome. that is good. That is, I mean, he was really close to saying something he would regret. I mean, yeah, <laughs> using a different yeah. word, a different yeah, word. He he, the uh, I, I I actually read a story where I think the kid the kid even came back and said, "Yeah, I was just sore." Like that's literally that's the diagnosis. He was sore. It reminds me of um, a guy we covered, Alex Atkins, Florida State's offensive line coach, at a practice we were watching last year. 
getting onto one of the young offensive linemen. I won't name him, but he's at one point he turned to him and he, and he was, they were doing a drill and the kid took himself out and Atkins goes, yeah, man, you're hurt. You, it hurts right now. We're in football camp. Everybody hurts right now. (laughs) Everybody's in pain. Everybody's sore. You have to practice. And yeah, I think Shaheen was feeling the same way. You should have called him big dog. Big dog. dog, We're at football (laughs) camp. People get sore, big dog. <laughs> you can ask me five different ways, big dog. Yeah. That was, awesome. that was so good. I don't know. Had some soreness. He's looking around. Like soreness in just... his body. When I know, you'll know. Yeah. All right? When I know, oh, you'll that's know. Good. All right, Ben, what do we got? Hey, how about a little Big 12 drama, guys? Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about Kansas State accusing Iowa State of uh, doing a little spying on them. Uh, this Everybody is Cyclones coach uh, T.J. Otzelberger addressing those allegations. That's, that's a perfect name for the <laughs> Iowa State coach. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredibly disappointing um, that after such an awesome game and awesome environment and atmosphere, that I even have to begin uh, by addressing um, something that happened, you know, earlier this week. Uh, the ludicrous, ludicrous rumors. Uh, earlier this week, uh, that somehow we were trying to gain an advantage uh, looking into our opponents' huddles is an affront to our players, mm. our fans, mm. and to me. It's not who I am. It's not what our program is about. And I'm angry that someone would even make that suggestion. Read that What is factual is one of their staff members cursed out one of our student managers who is mopping the floor under the basket. So let's put this to bed here and now. It didn't happen. It won't happen. And others need to be much more careful with their words moving forward. Now as for the game today. (laughs) Number one. Got great shots. (laughs) Unbelievable environment. Best environment I've ever seen for a college basketball game. Sheltered yeah. life, yeah, yeah. That Iowa State crowd was the best ever in a college. Well, they do, they do do well there. They got a great yeah. student body, but come yeah. on now, he's just yeah. saying that to yeah. poke more fun at Kansas State. So, um, hey, I don't. Here's what I understand. Like, so you mentioned, like we've had a lot of cheating going around. The the idea that you can't look in somebody, I don't know, is that why, why is that an unwritten rule? Like you, there's nothing wrong in football with watching the other team's sideline. There's nothing wrong in baseball. Basketball. What the hell is somebody going to do to steal plays in basketball? Yeah. It's a weird. Well, if they know who's getting the ball at the end of the game scenario, they could, yeah, but they could, they're blaming a student manager for something. I, I, I like the fact, I, just I don't even know. Decision. Was that even related? I think was, so. I, the oh, impression I, I get, well, I don't, I don't know for sure, but the impression is you've got the kid out there sweeping the sweat off the floor in a timeout, yeah. looking in the huddle, and then yeah. somehow relaying the messages to that's the, crazy. And he gets cussed out by an assistant coach. You have to, that sounds like you like somebody's really paranoid. No yeah. student manager we've ever known is like over there. Just, you know, like, yeah. I mean, come on. But then also going back to Coach Sullenberger, whatever his yeah. name is, Sully, Oxy, whatever, Oxenberger, whatever. Ottoberger, here we Oxy, go, buddy. Oxy, I saw what they're going to do. They're going to run a pick and roll at the top of the key. <laughs> you got to hedge that. 
you got to, he's like, man, go back and mop the sweat. What are you doing in our huddle? It would be awesome if he was like sleeping. They're running the old picket fence. The picket fence is coming. The picket fence is coming. Be ready. He's trying to draw it out with his hand. It's, it's a fence. It's a fence. They're, Don't they're, get they're, caught watching the paint dry, <laughs> coach. got to get out there. Hey, buddy, just keep mopping. I don't want my players to slip. We're not here to talk to us. You're a student uh, manager. Keep it rolling, Ben. This is our last one. We've got more horns down drama. This was at BYU. Uh, this is unbelievable. This thing is unbelievable. <laughs> this, is, this is pathetic. This is yes, it is. And the fact that the, he felt the need to address this, I can't Again? believe it. This is Mark Pope, BYU head coach after the game. Hey, um, if I can, Ty's going to be mad at me here, but uh, I don't know. Are you guys report on this horns down T-shirt. <laughs> are you guys hearing this? Yeah. Uh, and just know from our student, from our, uh, you know, they were taken off before the game started, right? And and from our, from the rock, and from our players, and from our student body, uh, that's just not us. It's, that's, that's not, not us. Oh, we a, can't. A miscalculation on, on just a couple eager kids, uh, yeah. no. which we love no. the eagerness of these fans. That's just not. It's not what we do here. So. Uh, we love That's not what we do here. All eighteen thousand people in, in this gym. They were incredible tonight. And just that, just so you know, that's not um, that's not something that we're. Nope, nope, okay. nope, nope. Awesome. Okay. Nope. What, what? What? Texas is leaving the conference. F Why Texas. do you exactly you right? All from here on out, wear a horns down shirt. Everybody who plays Texas, just this the, the whole time. Apology. And they're grown. They're grown ups. Even the players are grown ups. They we can't have horns. Why is horns down the, is, the greatest epithet of the of the twenty first century? So at any time, it's usually just Miami fans. It might be Florida too. But when you're down in Miami, they they do a mock war chant with their middle fingers extended, yes. saying, you know, F the, the Seminoles, Seminoles, but they don't say F. Imagine Norvell going to a press. <laughs> or no, no, sorry, Cristobal. Go into a press conference after the game, guys. Go. That that's not what Miami that's not what Miami fans are all about. We're not I mean, Miami's been doing that for 30 years. Horns down is the most innocuous Nobody cares. Nobody stop. gives a shit. <laughs> no. And the self-importance of Texas, that coach, and the, get the hell out of here with that nonsense. Nobody no, cares. No, no. Don't blame horns. him. Blame him for the last one. Blame BYU for this one. Well, the whole the whole crowd should have been wearing Don't bring, down don't bring it up anymore. I, the next coach I want to hear from is the guy that sits down and goes, by the way, I was really proud of everybody's horns down tonight. <laughs> Everybody did a good job with the horns down. Guys, if you could, let's get a little louder and more boisterous with the yeah. horns down next time we face Texas. I, and the, the kids, you know, the kids are out there in their shirts. They show up before the game. They've got their, their they're great. proud of it. It's a great and, shirt. Yeah. And somebody from the administration goes, no, no, tell them to take them off. We don't, that's not who we are. That's not, that's we're not, not going to, we we're not going to make, we're not going to make this Texas coach feel bad. We're not going to hurt their feelings. I mean, what are we doing? Stop with that nonsense. It Can also, you imagine again, the moment. That somebody said, go make those kids take off. Get the hell out. Get away from me. I'm wearing this shirt the rest of the day. I have an O on it. It's an F and O. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell yeah. out of here. It, it, it doesn't spell out anything horrible. It's making fun of your opponent. Your opponent who is leaving the conference, by the way. Like, this is their last season. In the, the whole thing is crazy, and I was really upset. Baylor beat Texas earlier this week. And over, I think it was Baylor. Maybe it was somebody else. Somebody, a good Big 12 team beat Texas in overtime. Yeah, at Texas. Oh, Houston. No horns down. 
I was hoping Kelvin Sampson would be doing it. I was hoping in the handshake line, they're just all doing this walking. They past should stand them. up on the scorer's table and do it over and over again. And I pray to the Lord above every single first down an SEC team gets next year, the wide receiver stands up and just does this. Yes, they will implode. Texas will know will cease to exist. Especially the university the basketball will cease. coach at home watching the game. What is going on here? <laughs> I can't believe it. This is ridiculous. They get in the SEC and they're like, wait a minute. They they bring cowbells at these games and yeah, they poison trees. And what, what what have we gotten into? We, we're used to being in a civilized conference. These people openly mock our traditions. Mississippi State's coach beheaded that bull. It has now got his horns down, a real-life bull. What is going on here? This he, is ridiculous. It yeah. was like he castrated the cow. This is a new day. Now, because you want the horns down, you're not going to just roll the balls uh, on the court. Yeah, yeah, you want horns yeah. down so they really live it. You but kick by the way, folks. His head through over and over so the horns end up down. Yeah, I see what young, you're Younger listeners, just go Google Jackie Sherrill oh, don't. castration don't. and talk it's... about getting a team fired up for a football <laughs> just, game. Bringing out a bull to the practice fields to be castrated. So he can castrate the weirdest things ever. Like, think about how intentional that is. There's a lot going on there. That's the dumbest thing of all, all time. Anyhow. All, all the phone calls that were made and nobody once said, what? What? You want to what? what are you gonna do? Why yeah. are you doing this? What are you yeah. talking about? Are you an insane person? And his sophomore cornerback just starts puking uncontrollably. <laughs> oh, you get the whole Lord. secondary sick before yeah. the game. They coach, they're, coach, they're hurting that thing's balls. We need this is not right. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Why, Why am I in Starkville? Why did this I come here? This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. I don't like this. Uh, all right, guys. Dave Aranda, coach of the week is. I say Shaheem Holloway. I was going to go Shaheem Holloway too. Shaheem yeah. Holloway it's unanimous. Too. Big dog. Shaheem Holloway big dog. for the big dog and the not so subtle <laughs> reminders that that kid is soft <laughs> and sore. He's just got some body soreness. Soreness. <laughs> Uh, for Corey and Ira, I'm Jeff. Thanks for watching, everybody. Great job, Ben, as always. We'll be back next week with more Coach Beak. Peace.